go. What's up, oh, everybody? Yes. Welcome to episode, uh, I think, number 16 of Smiles for Miles. It's me, Smiles, and today I am once again super hyped to have a guest on the show who uh, I've been friends with again for a hot minute. We got Sam <laughs> Tyson, um, the man, the myth, the legend, the, the man, skater, <laughs> turned jeweler, turned just all around renaissance artist man, you know? So yeah, hell yeah. Thank you for coming on the show, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, first things first, bro. Let's just, I, I want to know, because I, I want, like, so when you were still in PA, right, and you're in Houston now, right? Austin. No, Dallas. Dallas. Okay, yep. I knew it was one of three. One of those fucking southern states, dude. <laughs> um, but so when you were back in PA, like, you skate. I know you always had cool art that you were making. Like your room had just all sorts of stuff. Like how did, how did you transition from the, like the art you were making to now? I mean, like, you know, it's, it's one thing to like, yeah, cool. I make art like as a fun little side thing, you know, not knocking anybody that does that, but like you really do this like full time. How did that happen? Well, shit. Um, I mean, at school, it just started like super slow. Um, I mean, I started off like, business undecided major you know i had no fucking clue what i was gonna do um but like i had taken a gap year before going to school and it was always just like i was either skating or just doing something creative like it it was never you know i never sat down and like read fucking books or you know unless it had something super interesting pertaining to normally like a field like I, i did a lot of ceramics when i was younger just a lot of drawing and shit um but really like in school, it just, you know, you go off um, and you're able to just sign up for general education of art. So like, I just have a BA, but I focused in metalsmithing, but um, that didn't happen until like late in my sophomore year, I think is um, after I had taken the intro class twice. Um, I like really realized I was like, yo, this is my shit. Like I fuck with it. Yeah. Um, so like that took a minute though. Like I was doing a lot of woodworking, um, a lot of just like 2D just drawing, really trying to figure it out. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of wild. Like, honestly, um, my professor, Sharon Massey, um, she was kind of like the only one who like scared me straight, basically. Like, I was kind of like, I went in super arrogant because like, you know, I went to IUP, um, so Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Um, it's not like a known art school. It's not, right. you know, really, you know, it's just your general level college to go get a degree and hopefully better yourself in the future um so you know she saw that I had some talent like but I, I was kind of like dicking around and shit so I mean it took me like a while to actually like I, I really I, I don't know what else it was other than arrogance like thinking that like I just knew how to do this art thing but then like metalsmithing dude I had no fucking clue what I was doing so I think that was like the better side of it like I had to learn everything I knew from her like I had never touched a torch like that before you know yeah um it was a crazy experience getting into it that's see because like I figured I was guessing it was probably like uh an elective maybe that you took or something like that but like um right I think it's so cool for me at least when like so like I started producing recently and like, you know, I've rapped for so long and just made like, or rap sing, whatever it is for so long. Like, I think I was kind of in the same boat where I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do this. Like I can just do it in my sleep and knock it out of the park. And it, even if that's not necessarily true every single time, it's how I felt, you know what I mean? 
Um, you know, exactly. that's crazy. So listen, I, I got a jewel for, uh, <laughs> no, listen, I got one just cause I was like, just, I'm working so much and I'm always in the studio and just like, it's just a, it's just like a, what do you call dude, that? It's a, little, moral fixation. it's a little grind pipe. Yeah, dude, I, it's just my ground, my grind pipe. Like Listen, I just have man, to have nicotine. One week. I used it for one week and my teeth, my gums hurt so bad after really? one week, bro. And I was only using the 3% oh, once God. and I don't even smoke. I haven't smoked cigarettes in years. Like since I, like in five years, probably I haven't smoked maybe four years. Yeah, dude, like that's the crazy shit. Like you and I, like, dude, that's what we did. We skated and smoked sakes. Yes, like all <laughs> like, day. And dr- and it could be 90 degrees and it's like, I want cigarettes and coffee right now. <laughs> yeah, and that's that. it. Hot coffee, please. Hot it's coffee, sad. bro. I can't, I can't even like, like I, I, I can still go to the, I like smoking bars over regular bars for yeah, sure. People are um, better. <laughs> but nothing is worse than like, a non-smoking place when a cigarette has just been put out the smell to me yeah. is like I, it makes me want to throw up i can't help it ah uh, okay okay I yeah dude it's like, i tried the jewel for one week and it was just wrecked dude well i i got fucked up because like i haven't smoked really any nicotine for a long time up until um i don't know recently over christmas time um, I got one to smoke like, uh, like THC carts out of, if you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I ran out of THC and I was like, Oh my God, you know, drunk just get some like, jewels. Let's grab some pods. Let's grab some fucking pods. And now I'm just fucking clenched to this thing. Like, <laughs> bro, it's bad. It's bad. Cause you, dude, it's insane. It's, it's like, it's so addictive. And it's so, it's so much cheaper now. Like whenever I was in school, so like rating collars, they popped off my like sophomore freshman year, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was like $50 for a battery. Like, I don't, I don't remember how much the pods were, but it's like everything is significantly cheaper. You can buy one of these fuckers for like $10 now. I know. I was like, so bad the other when I went last week <laughs> and I got some and the dude was like, it's the dude at the corner store. And I go, I go like, I don't know, bro, three times a week to the corner store. Like, I need some water before I go to the studio or I get those yerba mates, which are like, bro, I don't oh, know. How it- that's my shit. Yerba mates. I like, oh, yeah. the, I like every single flavor, but the blueberry ones are just outrageous. The blueberry, oh, and there's okay. also a mint okay. one, but um, I don't know if I've had the mint. I know I've had the blueberry and it's, uh, you don't like it. I see. I like that. I like that. It doesn't taste super sweet and it's just kind of bland. Yeah. Right, right, right. But <laughs> no. So I go to the store, right. And the dude was like, do you have your ID on you? And I lost my wallet. So I only had my backup, which was expired. And had like the oh, holes no. punched in it. And he was like, they have the thing in a locked <laughs> box now. And he was like, I have to scan an ID so that like kids ah. don't steal it or something. I was like, bro, you know me. Like you, I just, and I was like, bro, I'm trying to get to the studio. I just need my jewel pods. I'm stressed. He was like, he was like, fine, I'll use my ID. And he ran it for me. Like, yeah, shout out to him. But like, yeah, bro, yeah. They, they have it like, it's like, like a Brinks truck to get into that thing. <laughs> it's crazy. That's nuts. He was dude. like, yeah, bro. It's because like all the young kids come in and they'll just snatch it. Like if I'm not here, cause he's always out back smoking. And so he's yeah, like, if right. I'm not here, they'll come and just like reach around and, and pull the, the jewels out. Bro, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Some kid, he told me, he was like, yeah, when I was in eighth grade, I used to sell them. He was like, I had my older homie just get jewel pods for me. And he was like, I would just sell them. He's like, I charge 50 bucks for the battery to kids. And he was like, but, and I was like, that's insane. And then I thought, well, if you're 14, 15, like how old were you when you started smoking cigs? 
around uh, yeah, pr- yeah around then probably yeah. the first time i had a sig yeah yeah super young so like you'd do anything for it you know especially if it's electronic and you can just keep using it oh yeah dude I, it started like before the jewels came out i mean they had like different electronic e-sig dude they, those were like the craze of the high school like if you could get your hands on one of those it was like just made up in the in the bathroom yo come yeah, rip my gonna rip. like <laughs> yeah dude like like fuck yeah getting buzzed before math class <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell um uh, but, yeah sorry anyhow, back to the you know what i'm saying the topic like um what were we missing oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah i think it's i think it's super dope like like you said, you had to learn and you had to learn from scratch, right? Like you didn't know anything. Yeah. There was no. Yeah. And when I was younger, I used to hate that feeling. Like, it, cause it's, you know, you don't have the experience to know that like, okay, the first six months are going to just be so shitty. It's going to suck. Oh yeah. Like you're not going to have fun. I mean, even with skateboarding, like yeah. I, I just, the frustration for the, even the first year for me of just like trying and trying, it was like, but it's, it's the one thing that I kept at in my life yeah. that in music, like the only things that I ever like kept doing. But now, man, I love approaching something and going like, I have no idea. Like, yeah, I got to start from scratch. Dude, it, it's, uh, it's like it. I don't know. I found so much fun in it. Like um, most of the time I don't have fun in things that like, I'm not good at like, I'm still a strickler with it. I mean, even within metal smithing, whenever I'm trying to do something, I haven't done a lot or I've never attempted it before. Um, like I'm real hard on myself. Like I got, like, I expect myself to learn it to an altitude that I know that I'm at. And like, whenever that doesn't happen, yeah. like dude, anyone who is in my college studio, like, I mean, I would chuck pieces at the wall, like almost complete silver, whatever, an art show coming up. And I'd just be like, fuck, like, it's not good. Throw it at the wall, start from scratch, like start yeah. the shit back up. Um, I mean, it was such like a love hate relationship whenever it came to, once I realized, like I was, I was getting to a level where I was like, Holy shit. Like I, I really know how to do things. Like I, I, you know, I was getting asked to teach demos at colleges. Like I wasn't even graduated yet. I was like, Holy shit. Like I've really figured some stuff out. Um, and a lot of those things, like they came quick. Like I've always been a lot better with my hands and understand, um, kind of like learning from examples. So seeing it in full 3d, like breaking down how they use the tools like that would sit like it, it just really like I was able to break it down. I mean, like even my notebooks, like I can bust those out later. Like, you know, I mean, it's all like pictures, like, you know, learning how to use different tools. I mean, it's literally like showing the wrench that's on the end of our tanks and like which way it's got to be cranked, you know, or like mm. knowing the pressures, like it's just, I, I learned so much better like that. Um, and I mean, I got super lucky with my instructor at college, like, you know, she saw that I started getting engaged with the class after she gave me a pretty fucking hard time and critiques and stuff. And I mean, she like really like ripped, ripped you down, but like in the best way possible, like to yeah. just make you want to grind and like actually do a lot better, you know? Um, and it, her and I just worked super well. I mean, she gave me so much of her time, just like one-on-one, like any questions I had, she always stayed after. I mean, plenty of times I was there until like 12 at night. I mean, like at the earliest, and yeah, like showing me how to do something if I would like, wasn't certain um and like super early on too i mean so iup's courses again like it's not really a huge art school so like the way that they're set up is like real funky so like you basically you just take the intro level class and then you have um your advanced level after 
And then after that, you like if you're focusing in it, you just keep taking that advanced course over and over again. Wow. So they change the curriculum um, for like basically, you know, like if I've done it one year, like I normally do the criteria that's in the advanced courses, um, like layout of what she already has. But then the second year, she'll just throw in like extra stuff to do. I mean, she basically just edits it per person, like how many times I've taken the advanced class. So it was like my whole senior year. I mean, I didn't like follow any, any type of syllabus, like nothing. I mean, she just told me art shows, like apply to as many art shows as you can. And those are your classroom projects. Like, so mm. you turn those in for critiques, but you also have a, you know, a date where you have to have that completed by. So it also, it just, it got me involved in like a lot of shows, like super early on. Um, I mean, I got to go to, I, I uh, had pieces at the first New York jewelry week, like that pops off every wow. January now, which was like, fucking awesome yeah and I was like a student I mean I got like a lot of opportunities that didn't make sense at all because one of the professor um Sharon but also just like I mean weirdly people not realizing like who I was exactly like whenever I applied to things like they didn't always realize I was a student um I don't know if that's on my end like not filling out certain things but like I like I got a residency um in Tennessee uh Gatlinburg Tennessee at uh um, Aramont School of Crafts and like it was not for students like students aren't allowed to take it and I was like just going into hey. my senior year they had accepted me and they were just like dude like based off of your work like it looked like someone else you know so that, that was like that's yeah, fire that's crazy. super dope yeah yeah like real early on I mean I got all of that um, j- just like everything lined up perfect for it honestly to like just give me the best route to figure this shit out yeah that's so dope man yeah dude it's been it's it's been crazy what's that what are you doing now do you have any residencies now or what are you you working on yeah so i mean really like um i mean even so while you know like my junior and senior year whenever i was doing those classes doing residencies um at various schools um i kind of came to the realization that like my work needed to shift because i needed to graduate and make money you know it's like that typical art um degree that you hear like oh they're never gonna make money like dude it's tough. Like you can't just like come out of art school and you're like, Oh, I have like a name for myself. Not like, dude, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, art, art school to a certain degree, like it gave me my actual like technique practice, which I'm happy about, but in other aspects, like it doesn't do like in the art world, like it really is like you have to apply to shows. Like you got to get your name out there. Um, if you want to go like more of the art showing route, like museum route, like I, I was doing a lot more sculptural pieces early on um so like those you know i was i was showcasing at museums out in uh pennsylvania um but like i mean like none of them like you know someone might look at it and you know you also have to like i was doing crazy techniques that you know would take me extensive amounts of time you know like multiple days on days to get things done um so you have to value those things at that certain price and it's just like the art scene wasn't i mean I say the art scene, like, like a gallery scene wasn't necessarily what I figured out. I wanted to kind of like keep mm-hmm. pursuing. Um, so, I mean, that's whenever, like really what I learned from school was like uh, just like more contemporary art-based jewelry forming. And then what I did is along with being in school, I apprenticed with a fine jeweler. So I was able to learn like the repair aspects to it, like the engagement, like real stone setting, um, just because my program at school, it was really based on like more 3D forming, you know, like, I mean, we were creating vessels, we weren't really making rings, like, 
um, the functionality aspect of it wasn't always like needed. You know what I mean? Like right, in our right. piece, like we we're doing a lot of big brooches, like real, real, real like statement pieces and stuff. Um, so eventually like more so my senior really got in gear, like, all right, like I want to move towards like jewelry. So I started like doing a lot more small detail stuff, really working with silver, you know, just like spending whatever money I can make, um, just selling random, random art pieces really in school. Cause I, I didn't pick up a job or anything. Um, I just like, I mean, I lived like, like a crackhead, like literally eating like ramen every night. Yeah. Like just so I didn't have to spend like literally, I mean, I just like paid my rent and that was it. Like, I mean, I would just go to the studio and just like do as much as I could, like figure out as much as I could. Yeah. Just cause like, that was the other thing that was really apparent, like, and that my professor also was really good about is like, you know, you won't have this once you graduate. Um, so, I mean, I started focusing on tools that I knew I could afford after school and like figuring out what type of work I could make with those just to make it happen. Like right off right. the bat, like still being able to continue the progress that I was doing. Um, so that's whenever I started really making like smaller jewelry, more intricate pieces, just because like, those were the things I was able to do you know, like in my parents' basement at first. Yeah, and then like, even smart. now, like, yeah, I mean, it, like, yeah, that, that was like one of the best things I got, um, uh, was <laughs> my professor. Like she, she was perfect. Like it honestly, it was like looking to the future where I wouldn't have been, you know? Yeah. That's dope, man. And I think like, like you were saying, like eating ramen every single day, paying your rent and going to the studio, you know, like, a lot of people, you know, cause I have the podcast. I want to kind of help people that, you know, uh, want to make art for a living. Doesn't matter what, what kind, or even people yeah. want to be independent business owners or just, you don't want to have, a, you want to be the boss. Right. Right. Um, right. I have a lot of people, you know, like will come to my sessions and say like, man, how did you, how did you learn how to do this? I want to do this. I want to be able to make my own beats and record myself and mix it and have it sound, you know, professional. And, um, you know, I tell them like, I, I live on YouTube. I lived on YouTube. I still do every, yeah, right. every second that I have that spare, bro. I'm, I'm, there's so much free info out there. And like, I, I pay my rent. I pay my internet bill because I have to, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> right, like, yeah, exactly, I can't right. not have internet on for even though I'm like I'm I get the notices. I wait until I get the notices where they're like we're about to shut your internet off just so that they know I don't appreciate them and what they do. <laughs> bro. It's right. I'm supposed to pay 89 a month and I get my bill and it's 115, 120. It's like, bro, can you why are you yeah, jerking me around dude. like this? Just tell me what it is and and we'll call it a day tell me it's going to be 120 when i sign the contract don't tell me it's 89 and then oh by the way we got to bill you 35 40 a month for renting the equipment but we're not right it doesn't matter besides the point but you know <laughs> i do that like i don't go out to eat i yeah. i cook everything at home i buy the cheapest groceries that i possibly can i mean you know i'm i'm a little bit past ramen every single day but i was there i did it you know yeah, I treat yeah. myself a little better but like you know i don't i think a lot of people want the idea of something more than they want it like you you have to oh, you have to yeah. suffer for your art like i mean and i hate to say oh, suffer dude, because yeah. obviously you're having the time of your life even though it might be shitty dude i've hit i've you hit know? some fucking lows dude like whenever you get you know, like a show that you were waiting like months for you started the workout i mean because that's how it works like especially more in the like contemporary art world jewelry you got to look at it like months ahead and mm -hmm. like, you got to start planning 
figuring out like what you're going to lay out. Cause I mean, most of the time, like they're way more intricate pieces. Like I've done, you know, like brooches that have like handmade hinges on them. You open it up. There's a bunch of silver engraved work and then it like holds a single sig. And then you have to have like meanings behind things. And so it's like a whole little like, you know, story that you're trying to put together along with the piece. So it's like, dude, I mean, there, and then you get rejected and you're like, what the fuck? What yeah. did I just spend? You know? So, I mean, that that's like one of the hardest things. And I think that's where a lot of artists, particularly in like, a, you know, applying and sending workout type of uh, sense art. Um, but I mean, the same thing goes for like, if you put out, I don't know if I'm using the right terminology, but like an EP or whatever, and it doesn't like blast off, you know, it's essentially like that same, like, fuck. Like Bro, I was really hoping like, you know. Yeah. So many of my songs, I, I, you know, I'll send them out to like, um, you know, I have like lists of curators and stuff and there's sites that you can go to where you can submit to curators. And um, I remember sending songs out that where you're like, this is it. This is a hit right here. Like, right. But, but yeah, so many of them, you know, up until like last year, like up until last year, every song I sent, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is dope. I'm, I spent all this time working on it. I got a video. I think it's ready. And just to have them go like, no, yeah, we liked yeah. everything, but, but <laughs> yeah, the, um, right. the baseline, we didn't like the baseline. So no. And uh, bro, you know, you gotta get you. I mean, it really does suck and it does take a toll, especially when it's like, cause I'm the kind of guy where like, okay, if I got something, bro, like I'm going to push it. I gotta, I'm just going to push yeah. and push. Like I'm sure it's the same way for you. If you are applying to an art show, right. You're not mm -hmm. going to apply to one. You're going to apply to 20 of them because you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. just, I got to apply. Cause you understand half of them are at least probably not even going to open your thing. Exactly. This percent might like it and say no. And then maybe 10% will actually consider it, you know, but like when you don't yeah. even get that 10% and it's shit, bro, yeah, it's so crushing. Dude. It's, so, but you know it's... what? There's always that one little thing. Like when you're just like, if this is it, like if, if I'm supposed to quit, cause I've had that conversation many times, bro. Like where I'm like, you know, you just lay in bed at night and you're like, like praying to the ceiling, praying to whatever it is. And you're, you know, I'll just be like, God, if I'm supposed to quit, like just show me the next day. <laughs> yeah, Somebody right. hits me yeah. and they're like, bro, I need a verse or I need this. And Hell it just yeah. lifts Hell you yeah. right back up. And you're like, that's all I needed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, dude. It's, it's, I mean, I feel like in, like with your field of uh, like work as well, I mean, like, Cause I mean, like, so that's, that's where I've kind of forged is like, I do less, you know, art stuff for galleries and even to a degree of producing stuff. That's just like a hundred percent like me, like something that I just like thought off the top of my head and I want to make, um, I don't do as much of that now. Um, but like, you know, I feel like it's so much different with music. Like, I feel like a lot of the time, like you're putting, like you're creating that, you know what I mean? Like it, it's a completely different, Cause like I can get by, like, you know, like most of the time, like all my commissions you know, are giving me some fucking idea. It's like, Hey, like, can you try to create this or do that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. like I'll figure it out. And like, yeah. you know, like I have a part in it per se, you know, like I'm figuring out how I'm going to make it happen, how I'm going to create something from, you know, whatever they're imagining into 3d. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, I don't have to completely start from scratch every time per se, but I feel like with music, it's like, you're fucking starting off from like zero like here's here goes a new song like what's you know like yeah fuck, i mean it, you know you but it's just it's once you do it for so long it just becomes you know hot bro let's it's like it's so my brother 
like so i can't so i hurt my back i can't skate and it it yeah. kills me bro it kills me i live right up the street from one up i'm always up there hanging oh, out with brandon yeah. and he's actually gonna yeah. be on the show in a couple of weeks um but hell it's yeah. and, and he's always like bro let's skate and it's like i was out the other day bro and I was feeling good. My back was feeling great. I'm, I'm so happy. I hop on my board and I literally like my driveway, like my parents' driveway out in front of uh, the garage has like, it's like the cement blocks, like the pads, you know? Yeah. And I just like doing like, it's so fun. You just kind of ollie over a crack and do a little nose manual, you know, and pop Hell over yeah. the next one. And I was like, Oh, let me try a switch manual. And I did it. And like, you know, like with a regular manual, I'll manual until there's no like ground left. It's just, you can just keep right. going, but switch. Oh, yeah. You got to, my whole balance is completely different and it's more oh, awkward. Dude, equilibrium is like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I yeah, did it yeah. and bro, I shifted like that, just my hips. And just, I was like, Oh, done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> done. Just trash. It was, <laughs> but, um, oh, I was uh... showing my brother used to skate a little bit back in the day and he, he's pretty good at like, just like nose manuals and stuff. But like, I got him to Ollie, you know, or he kind of knew how to do it, but I was showing him how to Ollie and he landed a front side 180. He actually landed a couple of them, which is like oh, yeah. That's super awesome. dope. He was all excited. And um, he was just saying like, yo, now that I, when I, when he watches skate clips or I show him something, he's like, my impressed level is like this much higher. Yeah. Like, just because yeah, it's exactly. such an insane thing. But like, I think with it's the same with skating, like with making art, you know, or at least making songs. Like when you do it enough, it just becomes like a reflex. Like you can, you yeah. can flip now, and you don't think about do I push my foot down in this and that. Like you just do it, right? You just and do like it. yeah. When you get a new, when I get an artist in, I mean, it's like this. I, we're not gonna make a song right away. Like I'm gonna sit down, let's talk. You know what I'm saying? Like tell me a little bit about yeah. you and. It's it's just it's just like working with a client. You can tell by their body language. You can tell by the way that they talk or who they say that they're into, I can get a really good idea of like within 15 minutes of kind of like, okay, this is kind of the direction we're going to take the, the right. session and how I'm going to mix it. You know what I mean? Right. And right. Just what kind of stuff that they, you know, whatever they want to work with, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think a big part of that, like being an artist, you're able to basically help people like break down what they're imagining. Cause they just don't have, that part of the brain activated you know what yeah. i mean like people can't like take things like just a, a thought or like an idea and like really create something out of it and that's where like artists are you know, see uh, and it's but it's so funny to me though because when people are like and i don't want to say this like all like super prideful or whatever but like when people are impressed by what i do it's like I, like, <laughs> like you know what i mean like i, I yeah i yeah. appreciate it i really do appreciate the compliments but it's like I just do this though. It's not like it's, mm. uh, I don't get how it, it, it like, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't correlate. How it wouldn't yeah. make sense. Right. You're yeah. Like, yeah. When I you mean, hear a song, how do you not immediately just want to do this? You know? Right. 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 It's, it's, I don't know, whatever, but like, I don't know. I just, I love helping people, you know, like, and that's, oh, I'm, oh yeah, dude. I'm trying to do it more with like the marketing and stuff like, like Facebook business ads and, and, and Instagram, you know, uh, well, the whole thing, like campaigns and stuff for both those. I know we were talking about it with possibly doing something with like some jewelry and yeah. stuff, but Hell yeah. bro, it's so great. Like you were saying, like getting, you know, a client comes to you with an idea and you get to like make the idea, you know, come oh, yeah, true. Dude. It's yeah. so cool. Like it's, it's such, it's makes 
not making as much money so worth it? Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, hundred percent. And and here's the thing that we're still both really young. Like we've got a long, oh, yeah. long time to keep doing what we're doing. And you know, like I right now, I get my bills paid, and that's about it. You know. Hell yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going broke. I mean, you, you know, right like I'm slowly, yeah. I guess, kind of chipping away at some stuff, but like, I'm not really saving any money and it's not like I'm, I'm yeah. a bad sa- spender or whatever. It's just, there's not a lot coming in, but like, I'm fully okay. I am so much happier doing this and not making as much money than I would be if I had like, uh, uh, you know, like if I took a job, I, I interviewed for a job a while ago at ADP out in Coriopolis, answering the phone lines and oh, okay. kind of selling. You know, the check writing company, you know, yeah. they have paychecks. Yeah, yeah. like they sell insurance, workplace insurance. And it was like sit in a gray office for like 14 <laughs> an hour and just call people and see if they want like workplace coverage. Like, dude, I did right. the interview. I, I walked out of the interview. I was just like, I can't do this. I just can't. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I've run into similar situations, even in the jewelry world. Like, I mean, I have a daytime job that I do. Today. Um, and it's like right now I'm in a way better place. I work for like a small business. It's a lot more free and we do a lot more custom work, particular to the shop. So like people actually coming in, designing something with our CAD designers, then we get it 3d printed. Well, we got a storm of brewing outside. Yeah, well, Holy is that what that shit. was? Yeah, bro. Yeah, we've had some crazy thunderstorms recently. Dude, Texas is awesome, but this fucking weather recently can suck me. Like, huh. bro, it's <laughs> it's been can I'm like suck. Dude, I came into the south to just yeah. in the sun, get tan. Like, dude, but I mean honestly, I can't even complain. It's like even like the, the winter storm, it's like that was our winter. Like the winter week, like that was our our winter. Like it was cold, but like months ago i was literally riding my motorcycle to work every day still you know like, yeah. <laughs> like it's completely different bro i can't i'm coming down to visit texas this year dude you got to I, i'm trying to get as many people down here i mean dude it feels so weird i haven't been home since i moved two years ago now wow what which is crazy or nothing? no dude so like it, i mean things keep happening so like the first year i was here that was the first year i bought my motorcycle and I had a flight already bought and I fell and dislocated my shoulder. So I was out of work. I got rid of my ticket. Um, I was able to get my money back and I just had to chill. Like there was no really another option, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I, I was back to work. Um, and like literally right before I'm trying to think actually the order that this goes actually first, first COVID hit. Yeah. I think first COVID hit and like, dude, it hit, I mean, in particular, my company, like they didn't give a fucking shit. Like we, we didn't get like, I mean, they're just, just keep coming in the work, keep coming in the yeah. work, we, you know, not paying attention. Um, and so, yeah, actually first I got furloughed just for a week and then they like brought us back and it was like real funky. Um, but then actually my brother passed. So that was like the oh, first, like, that, oh, it's all good. It, it, uh, it is what it is. You know, we all saw it coming. Um, but first that happened. So I had a little bit of time away from work. That's whenever I'd planned the flight. And then like a couple weeks after that, like I'm literally, I had left. So I worked for a company called Signet and I worked at a Jared's location. And like the best way I can describe it is like a glorified sweatshop. 
So like that aspect of like working, like it was literally like if I had an office job and I got like a business degree, like that was the equivalent that that job was. And I was just like every day, just like, oh God, like, you know, you want to strike me with some lightning today or something. But like, <laughs> like, get me out of, you know, like it was all, yeah. Like, and it, it like, dude, it bummed me out, like creativity wise. I mean, like I'd come home and I have like a full blown video now. Um, and it's like, I would come back and just like, not want to work. Like, I was just like, I don't know what I could do. Like my brain was so numb, you know? Yeah. Um, so like all these series of events that like fucked me up from coming home. So like, basically that alludes to me getting this, my dislocated shoulder. I ended up leaving Jared's, but I wasn't able to come home because I was really tight on money because I left my job. Um, I basically was just like, I'll work anything else, but that job, like I was getting paid so low as well to where it was just like. Well, like I'll do something. So dude, I picked up a job working at like UPS, like a month and a half after dislocating my shoulder. Worst decision I've ever yeah. made. Yeah, it was a hard Bro, fucking every box. Dude, it, it like, I mean, okay. So the location that I worked at for UPS, I'm not trying to call out UPS, but was dude, it was so fucked. Like it was so fucked. It was like the gnarliest conditions. I mean, like, Dude, I have videos of me. Like, it looks like I jumped into a swimming pool and jumped out and moving boxes. Like, there's no ventilation, nothing. Oh. Hardest job I've, I've probably ever had. Other than whenever I was super young, I worked at a still mill, which was fucking crazy. Yeah, I thankfully um, never did si- that. Yeah, yeah, super similar just shit work. But um, forget where I was going with all of this. But basically, at one point, I worked for like a, a corporate office job, essentially in the metal smithing world. Uh-huh. And it, dude, there's there's nothing more like draining. Like there's literally nothing more than that. Like going into work, doing everything. Like I mean, it was just like <clears throat> I could have just like written down all the things that I have to do every day, and it was just on repeat. Like just repeat, 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 repeat. Um, and you're getting paid like shit. So yeah. <laughs> it was. Like, that's not i definitely think like working like when you turn like your your art into a career it really does or even like get a job in that field you know that isn't exactly what you want uh it takes a toll on you man like since i've worked in started working in the studio which i absolutely love doing i love mixing and i'm kind of like getting finding my my own like sound as far as how i mix people which is a super cool yeah. thing, you know, to come like to have happen. Um, bro, I haven't written, I, I like, I don't really write songs anymore, you know, like it just, right. one, I think COVID, you know, I don't, there's, it's, it's hard when there's not a lot going on. Like I literally just wake up to make money. Like I don't leave my house unless I'm getting paid. And right. otherwise I will just sit here and, and make beats or mix or research you know, like that's, that's all I do. And I mean, yeah, like they literally just, you know, up here, they just opened the clubs back up and I'm right. You never been to my place in Southside, have you? No. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm like three blocks from where one up used to be. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, right by it. Well, I'm like which say. way down? I'm, yeah, I'm, right, towards, right. I'm towards 10th oh, street. Yeah. I'm towards 10th street. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it gets hectic. It gets hectic. And like, Oh dude, I'm fucking sure. <laughs> I forgot about it. And I forgot, <laughs> like, I, it makes me super happy. Cause I love seeing people like back out personally. Like I, you know, like I get it. If you're old or you got like a pre-existing condition or something, you know, 
stay inside, <laughs> you know, don't go right. out. But like for yeah. the kids, man, you can't like, you can't do this to people. You can't do it to businesses. It's just yeah. been too long with these people not getting help. And I think people are just like, dog, I'm going out. Like, like we're turning yeah. up. It's warm outside. People, everybody's trying to fuck. Like yeah. it's been a year. <laughs> yeah, dude. People are like, yeah, no, we're dude. doing this. We're turning up. And I forgot all about it. And then I just went out. It was last night to the last couple of nights. Right. Cause today's Monday. So like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, man, it was, it was popping, but it was only like, bro, a quarter of what it used to be only. I mean, it used to be right. four deep on the sidewalks the whole way through Carson. Like just, right, 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 right. And it was still popping. All the, pl- all the clubs were full but the sidewalks were still pretty empty. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, but yeah, bro, it it was just cool to see. But then I come home and I always forget that like, so my street, um, there's a, there's a club that's, that's right by me. Um, okay. And so everybody parks on my street and like, I completely forget about it every time. And then I come home (laughs) and, there's no parking and I have to drive like five blocks to find and I, every single time I'm just like screaming in the car because yeah, people yeah, are drunk yeah. walking around and I'm mad at them too. Like, <laughs> Oh, it makes you, I get so mad, but thank God they have everything closed in at yeah. 11 still. So I had my studio session till like 1am last night and I came home and it was like dead. Oh, nice. Dead. I was nice. Like, thank goodness, man. Like I can't, I can't, I can't deal with it even though I love Dude, it, it's just too much, man. It's, it's crazy. Like, I mean, a lot of my friends, like including you, like most of like who I grew up with, like even school friends, like, dude, they're all in PA. And like, I'm one of a few just out here in Texas, dude, it is so much different. Bet, <laughs> it's great. Like, I mean, even like, I mean, during really like the early stages of COVID, like, yeah, businesses shut down, but like, like they didn't like to a certain degree you know like i said like working for signet i mean they kept us there a long time and they kept offering work like it, it was definitely spaced out but they also also just like it, i mean it was really um a, a lot different here in texas for sure yeah um and i mean i don't know the science of it i don't know like i completely agree that like the economy should keep going i mean everyone hates our governor right now. Everyone hates like Texas for like opening. Like it's the next Florida, but like, that's their own fault. Don't go to Texas then if you don't like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and and the other thing is, it's like, people say like, Oh, like down in Texas, like no one, like everyone fucking wears their mask. Like anywhere that we go, like it's the, Oh dude, everywhere I've gone, like, unless you go to like some outskirts, like I've been doing some side work from my boss lake house, just because I have a little bit of uh, like remodeling in my background. Um, and so that's out in Texoma Lake, which is right on the border of Oklahoma and Texas. Um, and so out there, you definitely like if you're wearing a mask in the gas station, like they looked at me like, who the fuck are you? And I was yeah. like, OK, yeah, hand, hands Easy. up, hands up. Like, come on, guys. I just want a fucking burger and a fry. <laughs> um, but like unless you're in like one of those boonie town, I mean, like it, you got to be way the fuck out. There. Like, yeah. I, like this town is so tiny. Other other than that, like all the cities do like you'll get bashed if you're not wearing a mask. Like people are like, yo, what like what the fuck are you doing? You know, see. So, I mean, so I help out up in um, Slippery Rock with my dad, and my brother at their garage and mm-hmm. um, bro. No, nobody wears masks up there. And, and here's the thing is like I am all for safety. 
And yeah. when I go to my physical therapy, I put one on because there's old people there. There's, you know, sick people there. Like, so I'm, I'm not going to be a right. about it, even though like, yeah, okay, like you, you know, painting and, you know, respirators and, and you know that wearing a bandana on your face <laughs> does not do a damn thing. Like, yeah, right. you got to wear those like the full on like the painting, you know, with the with the yeah. ventilators on the stuff. <laughs> Right. If you right. want to get the job. I saw somebody walking into Giant Eagle and I was like, this man knows what he's doing. This man is playing no games. <laughs> it's like nothing is happening to me. Dude, like, straight up, whenever COVID first happened, I have one of those fuckers. I had that thing on. I was like, okay. fuck with me. You might as well. You, that's <laughs> the only bro. thing that's going to help you. That that will that will save you. But like, um, yo, bro, nobody wears it up there. I remember like, because my ex was like, you know, very very serious about it and like in my opinion too serious about it but you know to each his own i'm not going to be mad at yeah. you for being cautious or whatever but um yeah right so i would like put the mask on like out of guilt or whatever it was you know like, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah right right on about it if i don't kind of thing but like yeah bro i i you i can't put it on like people really look at you and they're just like really like you're gonna wear this it's like okay because here's the thing yeah. i don't care so right you right don't care and you're gonna judge me for it then what are we doing yeah. let's let's go for it then let's go for the gusto yeah i'm exactly i'm, I'm young you i'm healthy like, i feel like I, and i'm, I'm really not, not worried about like, it oh COVID can't get you but like bro you, you know it is I, I think at this point there is no way that they could shut states back down again like even yeah, if I the hope rates not. go I mean, up man these businesses aren't They can't close. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like working for a small business. Like that's like a worry. I mean, like um, the business that I work for, like it's crazy. It's within like a small, it's like a mini mall type deal. And my boss recently bought like all the rights to the space in there. So he owns a post office now, which makes it mandatory to stay open. So like he never shut down the entire time. Um, so that was one of the craziest things. Like I got a job mid COVID, like no problem. I mean, I literally, I called multiple places, had multiple job interviews. Like it was a way different story here in Texas. Like you could have lost your job and most likely gotten one the next week. Uh, you know, if that wow. was the case. Yeah. Cause I mean, like from Jared's and everything, we were getting furloughed coming back, like going on and off. So, I mean, like it was like a hundred percent, like a personal choice to just leave at that point. Like it really wasn't necessarily the smartest choice, but I mean, like I'd looked into getting other jobs and it's like pretty crazy. Like, I mean, I, I had multiple job interviews uh, at a bunch of places. Um, so it was definitely just like way different here. Like it, it's so fucking weird. Like it really doesn't feel like it, like, like it definitely slowed down. Like you couldn't go to the bars. Like a lot of the restaurants were sl- like closed down and whatnot. But I mean, like a couple months in, then like, you know, we had been at like 25% for like a long time. I mean, it, it's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was way different here for sure. Yeah, it's funny because like I did a couple of job interviews because my I, I was bartending and then they closed down for and they were just doing takeout only and like working really only on tips. And I was like, I can't I need to get paid somehow. Yeah, you know, right. Um, but I had job interviews and nobody wanted to meet in person like I did. Oh, geez. Right. Like, I called, I, I, there was one that I did where you call a random number. It's like a hotline and it's a pre-recorded thing. And it goes, uh, uh, welcome to whatever the company's name was. Uh, you're, you're going to be asked four questions. You'll have 
a minute and a half to respond to each. If you want to restate your answer, press pound. And it would just go, uh, why do you think you would be an asset to this company? Oh, and my a minute and God. A half to I was like, bro, what is this? Jesus and Christ. I, there was like maybe five interviews that I had, and they were all some variation of that. And, and there was one where um, they pre-recorded themselves on video asking you a question, and you would like – like basically <laughs> film yourself answering the question. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Because here's the thing, man. Like me on a on a computer screen or whatever is it's one, it's hard to be impressive. And and two, I'm not that impressive on a computer screen. But like if right. you get me in front of Dude, you, look and I at can me. Read your- I look like a pedophile on a computer. <laughs> hey guys, hello, Sam, Sam Tyson here. I'd love to meet with you, um, talk diagnostics about your bit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, get out of here. Give me a mustache and I have the cops in my house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shave, the, shave down around there. Maybe yeah, just let bro. it get a little fuzzy or something. Dude, if it didn't come crazy. in all the way, if it was patchy, it would definitely be a bad look. Dude, I. I am blessed by Buddha that he gave me this Yo, and took this. I mean, it's like, it worked out. I say that every day because my dad and my, so my dad, it'll, it'll be, it's built or it grows in like this, but it's patchy. So he just, he just shaves and he has like a goatee. My right, brother, right. his comes in only like a chin strap and then <laughs> like yeah. light, light scraggle right there. And I'd like, I, I literally told my mom the other day, I'm so thankful that I have like an actual yeah. beard line and a beard that can come in. I, yeah, I dude, imagine. Same, same. I can't, I literally, like, I would have rode this shit out until I looked like, like, I don't, you know, name whoever who needs to shave their fucking head. Yeah. It's just like, dude, like, I didn't even want to get to that point where I was looking at my hair, like, cause I buzzed it for the first time, like early in college. Just because, like, I could, I could fucking see it coming, you know. I was like, "Hmm, my hairline is uh, getting, yeah, it's pretty f- far back there." And like, I would like lift my hair up and be like, "Am I fucking balding?" And then one day, dude, got so high, so uncomfortably high. I was grasping onto my fucking couch, and I was like, "All right," like it, it was almost like an ego kill, like type of high. Like I was, I was just like completely stoned, but I did it on purpose. Like I needed to figure out because it was like. Dude, literally, like, not cutting my hair was, like, causing me to have, like, problems. Wait, you froze up. Life. Like, because I was thinking about it so much, you know? I was like, what's that? I said you froze up. So you said it was causing you to have problems. Oh, dude, just, like, in my life, like, just, like, dude, I was, like, constantly thinking about it. Because, like, obviously, like, most people, like, they would look at you, like, my hairline, like, I wasn't, like, truly balding, whatever. And they never would have noticed it. But it was, like, an everyday thing, dude. I'd, like look in the mirror and like before I went to the studio, I was just like, God, like, how do I do this? Like style it. Like, you know what I mean? And then yeah. like the one night I just remember, I was like, dude, I, I gotta like do something about this. Like, and I just got myself super high, started like looking into it. And I was like, yeah, dude, like you're bald. And like came to realization, like it kept me calm, honestly. Like, and I was just like, okay, called my roommate who I live with now, Max. And I was like, yo, um, I'm going to buzz my head right now. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, I've always had hair, like have never buzzed my fucking head. Yeah. I had like the, the Bieber flip. I had like at the time, dude, my hair was like down, like all grown out and shit. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude, I just got to buzz it. Like it's fucking with me. He's like, all right, man. Yeah. Like fucking just go right down the center then or else you'll be a pussy. And I was like, all right, true. And I went right down the center, dude, and just took it out. Ever since that, I haven't turned back. I was like, dude, it was like such a reliever. Like, oh my God. 
Do you ever have you did you ever try taking any of those like any like hymns or anything? Nah. Nah, I mean, one, like, it's like the amount of money that I spent on dumb shit already. It's like, I'd rather buy some dumb shit and have fun right now than, like, hopefully, like, try to, like, oh, yeah. it's going to bring my, like, fuck it. I don't care enough. Like, I'm super comfortable with it now. It's super get, funny. You, like, you know what you do got to try sometime is Roman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, bro. I'll tell you what, man. You just tell them, like, I'm whatever, like, I can't, like, I can't get, my, I can't get it to stand up. You tell him, I just, I, bro, I swear I Googled what like a good heart rate for a 150 pound, 27 year old <laughs> male is. And I was like, yeah, it's my, what's the ideal heart rate? Yeah, that's me. And they gave me my prescription yeah, dog. <laughs> Let me tell yeah. you something that it was, it was like, I spent like 40 bucks, maybe 50 bucks. And they sent me like six packs of three. You're supposed to take okay. three at a time, bro. I take like one and a half. I take two. I'll take two if it's like a special day or something like that, <laughs> bro. It's yo, it's, it's, it's a dream come true. Like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Bro. I have had, I've heard nothing but like great, great compliments about me. And I don't say nothing about it, you know, but like, shout out to Roman, yeah, right. shout out to Roman. Yeah, a lot of satisfied ladies really. out there thinking that like, that's just all the strength of me. Hopefully they that's tell their friends. Me. That's just me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> No, that was just me. That was all me, baby. It's all me, baby. I need a 30 <laughs> recoup and I'm good to go. Like, yeah, hell yeah, uh, dude. Hell yeah. Oh my God. That's I saw awesome. that. I heard the ad for it once and I was like, bro, let's try it. Let's see what happens. It was like free for your first, whatever, your first little prescription for some, it was some podcast, you know, they had it on the ad. Yeah. You know what? I took one of those tiger, not tiger, like the gorilla pills or whatever they were that, you know, like oh, they, yeah, yeah. They sell them at the gas stations. I took one of those when I was like, well, I still lived in Corey. So whenever oh, that okay. was yeah, your old spot. Yeah. Across the river yeah. from you by, uh, yeah, yeah. Right by Sierra's grandma. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. You're yeah. like on like up the hill from her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I took them took one of those once and bro i thought i was gonna die like my heart was beating out of my chest i was sweating it did absolutely nothing for my dick at all Great garbage it was just probably just like caffeine and a little bit of meth <laughs> caffeine a little bit of meth that's right that's exactly what supplements are and you heard it here first yeah <laughs> dude honestly the one heard uh like on podcast about was uh like on it dude i started taking alpha brain yeah. a couple months ago garbage fire. i i never no 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 it's fire i'll never go back really I'll, like, I'll always use it yeah dude it's great it works great for me i mean i've heard like mixed things um and i also recently started taking their night and day packs for supplements um dude and it's like good like a hundred percent like i tried to go into it without like sort of like bias just from all the good stuff I'd heard from it and whatnot. Um, and dude, I had been, I don't know. I've been taking it for a couple months now and it like a hundred percent. It also combats the amount of weed that I smoke. So like a hundred percent, I'm sure if I like just stop smoking, weed, stop smoking probably, weed, it'd be like might not need the on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It might be like that little blue pill from limitless. Like who the fuck knows, yeah. but I won't slow down on the weed. So <laughs> this combat, why, why dude, it's, Dude, I mean, I, I go through, we do like little dry spurts. Like, honestly, my roommate helps me a bunch, like, um, cause he has more like of a professional looking job, you know, um, on paper and whatnot. Um, so he, he's way better at just like mellowing out, like not smoking weed all the time. 
They're like, dude, whenever COVID happened, like my weed smoking went through the fucking charts. <laughs> like, um, it's it's nuts. And honestly, like also being able to access like medical, like seeing what I'm getting as well has like helped a ton. Cause like half the time, you know, like you get weed from like your buddy that you always pick weed up from. And it's like, he tells you a name. It could be any type of weed. But like, right. dude, I make sure it's like always sativas. Like, unless I really want like a nighttime bud, but like most of the time, dude, like I like to get st- either just like mildly high where like I can be like still creative and like do things. Or I like to put myself in a fucking coffin and see like what happens on the other side whenever yeah, I come you gotta, out. You got to you got to figure something out sometimes, and you're like, yeah, oh, let's dude, go there. And dude, and that happens all the time. Like more than none. Like I'm just like, you know what? It's one of those days. And like, dude, it's just it, it always helps. Like it always helps. Like yeah, because like I I feel like people who hate weed, it's because it like hyphens their like anxiety. But really, like all it's doing is bringing all of those things to the yeah. front of your mind. Like dude, this is what you should be doing. Like you do, just need to do it. Like get right. it out of the fucking way. Like, even if it turns out shitty, like just do it. Dude, that's like, it, dude, it's helped me. Like even with like, and shit, I'm like, fuck it. Like, dude, come on. Like just fucking sit down, do it. Like, you know, um, like recently I had like my first like real big production where like I had a true company, like come to me. They wanted wholesale for like Zippo lighters. I did like 25 orders of them all custom made. Wow. And I was just like, losing my fucking mind like it was so much pressure and dude i literally like one one of the nights during you know like a week or two before they're all due like i just i literally had to put myself in like a coma and just be like dude like sit down and like it it just i don't know it freaks me out enough to like do the shit that i need to do it makes me realize like dude you you know at the end of the day like do what you want to do and if this is what i want to do then you got to do it like regardless of it you got to put the time in to do it yeah you know no, I feel it. I I think like yeah, that's what we were saying earlier is putting the time in is the hardest part for most people. And you come Dude, to find out is. that most people don't actually want to do what they, and I think like you're saying, that's why they get anxiety when, if you like, and I just, I'm not, yeah, I am by no means one of those people that's like, everybody should smoke because there's a lot of people that should not smoke or like, if they don't oh, like it, they sure, don't like yeah. it. Like, right you know, but at the same time, like people go, Oh, it gives me anxiety. I I don't like it. And I think you're right. It's not anxiety. It is anxiety, but it's anxiety because you know, you're not living up to your full potential. And now you're able to, now it's all you can focus on is, is this is what you should be doing or what, this is what I really like doing, man. I'm, but like, but I'm, I'm stuck here at the office or I'm whatever. I don't know. What if, what if, what if, I don't think this is so funny to be like, what do people do when they get high? Like do people yeah, like, yeah, you know right? people like are like, we're like, like when I used to work at smoke, there would be people that would be like, uh, I'm just, I'm going to get high tonight. And it's like, well, but then what do you do? What do you, is that like your <laughs> evening? You just, yeah, right, I don't, right. I don't understand like planning a time to like, like right. tonight I'm smoking. And it's like, right don't you just do it like don't don't you just do it only time i'll plan it out is if i know i'm gonna put myself into like one of those times where like i need to reflect on like what the fuck i get from it basically and like those i'll make sure like because most of the time i'll like i can wake up like groggy sometimes like normally it's just like a weekend thing or i mean sometimes it's on the weekday it just depends whenever i feel like i need it like normally it just happens like subconsciously where i just like i'll keep smoking and i'm like okay like we're gonna go down this tunnel now and I, like one more bowl rip or like whatever it is and i'm just like yeah okay we're here now like and it's like dude it's like a like a whiteboard almost like type of 
like how I see it, like in my mind, like I just literally all of a sudden, like everything that I need to do, like shows up and it just starts like cocoon, cocoon, like breaking yes. down. It's like the shit that I actually need to like get done and do. And then like, yeah, it feels shit like, oh man, I have like all of this, 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 and this to do. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, like I have this, 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 this to do. Yeah. Like, okay, I've already limited my time by, you know, blowing it off, doing whatever instead. Like now I got to face it, like just do it, sit down and start grinding. You right. know, I definitely, it's no funny, like, I would say <coughs> at the at like probably August, September of last year, to, to now is really like the first time that I've been good at compartmentalizing things and actually getting it done. Like, you know, it's, it's like when you get older, like you really like do start seeing things different. Like the way my brain processes things now is like, yo, I can see like six months. Like I look usually, yeah. I mean, three to four months is like the minimum of how, how I like try to build things out. You know what I right, mean? Like, right. and I go, okay, I need to do, like I got, I got three goals, three big goals for the next four months. Right. And then, okay. So how do I got to break this goal down and I got to break this down and I got to break this down. And now I have 20 things to do. And man, that seems like a lot, but I now have 60 days to do 20 things. And all I got to do is knock them out. Just knock them right. out. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, like that's the biggest thing is like, I, I write like so much things like, I mean, I write everything down, like yeah. anything that I can, like it's pretty much every day I have, my notebook and i would just write down like a list like especially if it's a lot of work that i have to do on my personal bench like because i gotta you know like i have a lot that i have to do at my job like so it's a small business so i mean i like manage the shop there so like i have to keep jobs in my head like what's coming up like when are those things due and at the same time i have to combobulate the stuff that i have going on like it's not nearly as professional you know like a lot of my customs are through instagram or just through my email from people knowing who i am now um, so it's like trying to boggle all those things and it's, uh, it gets overwhelming, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's such a good problem to have. Like, I'd rather like really be dealing with this type of stress rather than, you know, like a couple weeks go by and I haven't even looked at my studio or, right. you know, I haven't done anything. Like I'd rather like, I think like I work better with a very chaotic, uh, like agenda. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, better I when just when there's no spare time, when there's no seconds to right. waste, like I'm right. at the point, bro, like I'm, I haven't, <clears throat> I haven't drank in like a couple, like three weeks now. Oh, like, really? Yeah. I've just been like, I've been so, so busy. And I, I like, the thing is, is like, I have a beer and then it's like, well, I, I might as well have another beer, you know? Mm. And like, at this point, like, bro, like, if I have two beers, like I might get a, I get, I might get a little bit lazy or it might take just a little bit of the edge yeah. off, but that's all that right. I needed to now just throw the whole rest of the day away because it's like, well, I don't feel like doing this. So let me just chill for an hour and <clears throat> right. I'll look something up on the computer, but then I get distracted on the computer. And next thing I know it's five o'clock and right. I haven't done what I wanted to do. You know, just because, right. and so like, and I just have way too much going on and like, I want to just bang all this stuff out, you know, like I, I just got a lot on my plate to, to deal with. And I was like, let's put this on hold. It wasn't even like an intentional thing. I was just kind of like, you know, cutting back. And then it was just like, I didn't have a beer and then I didn't have a beer and then I did. And I was like, okay. And now bro, I'm up at 
six thirty, seven in the morning. And I don't, oh, yeah. sometimes I don't even go to bed. Like I might be in the studio till 2 AM, 3 AM. And like, I have to get up early cause I have to do stuff and I can't, right. I just can't wake up even slightly hungover or, or cause at this, at this point, yeah. bro, I don't have to get drunk to get hungover. If I have beers and I don't drink enough water, oh, dude, I yeah. and a slight yeah. headache. bro. Yeah. yeah, dude. It fucks you up. Yeah. A slight headache is, is too much for me to deal with anymore. Like, bro, I, I got, yep. I got work to do. I got money to make like, you know, Dude, that's literally like anything on the bench. Like I can't like, even if I know I'm working like that weekend, like, like I, like, I, I mean, I'll hang out with my friends, but at the same time, like, I don't, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, cause it's just like, I, it, it affects, I'm literally the same way. Like it affects me like very poorly the next day, especially if I don't drink water. Like I have, like even tonight, like having these few beers, like I'll be sucking down water and like being sure I'm good. Cause yep. Dude, I turned 25 and it's like all of a sudden I'm an old man or something. Like <laughs> that's what happens, bro. You hit that you hit that age. I'm 27 now, and it's like, bro, like I feel old. I feel not I feel I mean because whatever, I feel young, but like, bro, any kind of drink, any abuse to my body that normally was like, eh. Now it's like you gotta be shitting me, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are you are you for real? Like, I wake listen, here's what happens to me sometimes. I can't drink um like high sugar beers, like, like, like sugar, you know how they have like sugary beers or like some IPAs or like whatever, like milkshake IPAs and stuff like, you know, I drink. So, cause if I'm not drinking Coors Light or Iron City or well, Coors, you know, Coors Banquet or Coors Light or Iron City. Of course, Coors Banquet. That's my beer. That's been my beer for. You should see how bad I freak out whenever they have Coors Banquet in cans at a bar, dude. I freak out. so. That's the place you need to be. That's yeah. If it's there, like there's Remember, one bar that I found, Old Crow, that I've been going to repeatedly now because they have it. Did you ever go with me to the jailhouse? You remember? Did you go with awesome. me when they had dollar cores banquets? It's all pirates. Like I'd remember that. Starting opening day of pirate season, they have dollar cores banquets and cores no lights, but it's on tag. No way. Yeah, bro. (laughs) I used to go down there because that was like three blocks from me. I would just go with like $10. That's all you drink drink seven beers, tip them three and go. Yeah, right, right. So beautiful. Between Coors Banquet and Paps Blue Ribbon, I I drink drink so much of that. Dude. No, I don't drink it. It's too sweet for me. I always, that was like my, probably one of my first like skate park beers. I have a tattoo of Paps on my leg. Oh, really? Yeah. Speaking of tattoos, dude, your tattoo is one of few that survived on my thigh from my motorcycle accident. Like, what did I tattoo my leg on your thigh? got like fucking. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Wait, what happened? You got your whole thigh. They got, they got ripped off. Oh, they were just like jailhouse tattoos though, right? No, dude. I have like a bunch on my legs, like a bunch. Like I have a, um, it, dude, it's weird. It's like, I have a bunch of stick and pokes that I've done that other people have done. And then I have like two big, like real artist pieces that it basically like, whenever I wrecked it, it avoided them. And it took out like a huge section on top of my thigh where like, I have just a ton of my stick and pokes. Um, so I have to redo them now, but dude, yours got unscathed because it was so high. Do you remember where we did it, dude? It's like, dude, it's literally like right here. 
Is it? <laughs> I do not Dude, my, my hip, my hip is like here. <laughs> like, Jeez. Um, whenever, whenever we were, we came back from the skate park. Um, no, oh, that, cause that was is... the day I met you. Wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Dude, we came back to your place <laughs> and we're drinking beers and you had a tattoo gun. That, like yes. barely fucking worked. <laughs> like, dude, you were doing on uh Derek, you were doing a fucking tattoo and it stopped working. <laughs> yeah. I was tattooing his dad's his granddad's like social yes, security yes, number or something dude. yes yeah it was that same <laughs> mine had just happened before that dude my first year or second year at college um i was at uh i forget what the tattoo shop was some walk-in place and it was like we had been drinking and i was like dude because the tattoo that you gave me you know not to knock on your tattoo it skills but it looked it looked like someone stabbed me with a pencil repeatedly yeah. Um, but it said fucking ends. And I love like literally, dude, it's my favorite tattoo, like to this day. So I just had him go over it. So, like literally the same font. It looks so shit still, but it's like there, like it's yeah. permanent. And I just had him put a heart around it with an arrow shooting through it. That's so fire. That's so <laughs> yeah, fire. Dude. It was the only tattoo on my body for a number of years. Like every time I got naked, a girl would be like, What's that? <laughs> you know. <laughs> dude. Yo, it's, Ew, it I have so to give myself the Bill Murray on my yeah, dude. Yeah, the, dude. Yeah. With the golf club and the ball. Oh and my god. It's the same. Dude. It's like real high up on my thigh. And I did it upside down and backwards on myself. <laughs> and it's so funny. Yeah, because it's the same thing. Like all my thighs are covered in the worst tattoos. Like my because yeah. it's the same. Yeah, you're hanging out. And I had that machine and I would just let like people tattoo me. Like you yeah, know, just dude. throw. Dude. I had my one friend th- put the dude abides on my thighs. I got <laughs> it's my t- it's my quotes. Like I have. Um, do you watch Seinfeld? I have. I All don't right. watch. There's it. an episode. I might where, not. Yeah. There's an episode where Kramer gets uh, a line in a Woody Allen movie, and he has to say, "These pretzels are making me thirsty." And I called my artists up and I was like my actual tattoo artist. I was like, yo, I want to get a Seinfeld tattoo. And he was like, me and my wife are the biggest Seinfeld fans come in right now. And I just walked in and they tattooed a pretzel. And it says like a, like an Auntie Anne's pretzel. And it says these oh, pretzels amazing. are making me thirsty. Bro, I miss Auntie Anne's. Oh, I haven't had a pretzel from there in a minute. I don't think they have any in Texas. They probably don't. Is it like a Western PA thing? I don't know. I'm probably. just saying that I have absolutely no, yeah. no evidence no to back that clue. up at all. None, none. Ah, oh, dude, Jesus, yeah, dude. My first tattoo given to me by a stranger. That's so crazy. Now I, t- I 100 forgot about that. Yeah, dude. We were literally like, dude. We hung out every single day after that. Pretty so much. Long. Well, you, yeah, you were yeah. right there, right across the river. Boom. Yeah. I remember we used to just, yeah, we'd just take a case of beer and I had my little Dude, portable grill go to Carnegie. You, you remember the day we were going up to skate Derek's half pipe and you guys came to pick me up out of my spot in Swickley and I fell in front of my house and broke my kneecap? That's what happened. That I don't know. Um, it was Addison. Derek was there. I'm pretty sure you were there. And I might have been. Me up. I'm I feel like sure. I would remember and, that. I don't know if I was there. Dude, I got in the car and I couldn't bend my leg. I was literally like carrying it in and like just had to sit with it straight. And they're like, dude, what did you do? It was literally like they were picking me up. Like I was just skating outside of my house, did a kickflip, like got wheel bite or some dumb yeah. shit. And I, dude, I fell perfectly and just hit my knee to a rock. Oh. Dude, 
later I went to the half pipe with you guys, hung out for a while, drank some beers. And I was like, yeah, like my leg is like for sure fucked up. Dude, I was in a brace for like a month after that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. I was there was one night we were me and Ryan, it was me and Ryan were skating down behind um the uh county jail, right? And it was nighttime and I didn't have my glasses on and my depth perception, depth perception is just trash. And we were cruising. So here's what happened though. Cause here's what you got to understand. You know how like you're on a roll sometimes. Like, like I did a fake, I was doing, I did like a fakie tray and then like a half cab nose slide on the guardrail. Right. Oh, and then a yeah. backside flip. And I landed like they were just, I was landing them and I was like, bro, I'm in my zone. And so I went and it was, it's it, like the sidewalk behind the jail is it's just divided by a guardrail but it's a double-sided guardrail you know the ones that go like yeah yeah so it's like that but there's this much of a gap in between them like because they're they're screwed into opposite sides of the pole that sticks up right and i was like just gonna go ollie over it which normally you know if i'm skating you can do it like it's not it's 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 a high ollie yo i must have ollie like two feet away from it Bro, because by, <laughs> I was coming down, I wasn't even over top of it. Like, <laughs> so I kicked my board out, and my leg went in between. Ah. Bro, and I went over and just went, boom! And my my shin just cranked me to a stop, bro. Full body, yo, I just like struggle to uh, think about it. Uh, you know, full body weight over, and I remember like going, just like I couldn't stand up, I couldn't walk, nothing, and. Ryan was like, bro, pull your pant, pull your pant up, like pull your pant leg up. And I pulled yeah. it up. The photo is somewhere, bro. My shin was split open the whole way across, bro. My socks, which were black, uh, were soaking wet, full of blood. My whole leg oh was just my blood God, everywhere. Dude. We didn't know what to do. And I was like, well, I'm not paying for an ambulance. You know, <laughs> yeah, we didn't know what to do. So we got an Uber up to addison's or well i guess zach and zach and justin's with the with the mini yeah. ramp and yeah. we went up there remember pavel yeah dude, yeah. yeah so pavel's up there drunk as hell and he was like yeah i went i took a semester at nursing school <laughs> and i was like what are we gonna do and they had stitches and i just they gave me a couple of shots they bro i never up. went to the hospital bro they they stitched me up they popped out later Yo, I have the gnarliest scar across oh, my shin. I think it might be tied over at this point, but bro, it was so bad. I was just—I didn't know what to do. They were just like, just, just start shooting whiskey, and and we're gonna dude. stitch you up, like, dude. Up at the Funks, I broke my ankle on their mini ramp. Fucking, uh, that's a dangerous that. mini ramp, bro. Fakie Smith kickflip out. I rolled the living shit out of it. Kept trying to skate made yeah. it so much worse i was in a boot for like two months after that oh. but i stayed there and shit dude i was fucking wasted like i had been you know like drunk walking on it like not even noticing the pain yeah. dude the next morning like this fucker was huge and purple like oh man that's the it worst. was so tight though there's one video i have on the ramp is me landing a fakie smith kickflip out into the transition i was like with a roll <laughs> Yeah, dude. I rolled it like minutes before, and I was like, I got a couple more in me. Like, let's do it. And somehow it fucking worked. Like, wow. No idea how it worked. That's crazy. Dude. Yo, I'm selling, I'm selling my uh, VX to the skate shop. And uh, 
Oh, really? Yeah, they want it. I, I didn't even know, bro. And like, I saw they're going for like, you know, some good money now or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not oh, using hell yeah. it, you know? And yeah, give it up to them. I mean, dude, they're fine. Like, I feel like they're like killing it. Like they've had a Yo, lot of young skate. like the next generations that have come through the shop now have been pretty yeah. rad. There's some really like some real rippers. Um, but yeah. I'm, yeah, so I'm giving it to them and I, I was just going through, I still have like a handy cam and I, I also have an old high eight camera, which I absolutely oh, okay. love. Um, but I was going through the tapes and I just found, bro, I found just footage on top of footage. I found yeah, someone skating yeah. Carnegie. Oh, really? Yeah. You was like, it was like, dude, you must've just learned nollie flips. Cause you just kept, you were doing a bunch of them and they were clean, <laughs> but it's like, they weren't popping, like popping like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, right, yeah, right, yeah. It was so cool, man. Like the early days, dude. the early there's footage like of Bellevue. Oh, no all shit. these different dudes and stuff i was like wow man oh, yeah bellevue dude i missed going down there I saw a kid get Fuck. stabbed with a pen there once <laughs> <laughs> bellevue bro. And right by this right by the library they were arguing oh, about something and dude it, he stabbed them the kid was like did you just he stabbed me he stabbed me stabbed me with a fucking pen <laughs> oh my god dude bellevue cop, was ridiculous they remember because the cops would show up and kick you out at sunset yeah you couldn't be yep. there in any kind of yeah dude, and also the library people would get pissed about the parking lot being filled and it's like yeah. well no one comes to your fucking library who comes so, to like, the library especially <laughs> in bellevue, in bellevue don't think i'm just saying sorry but like unless you got the, the demographic Walter white's biography the in there yeah <laughs> nobody's nobody's coming to the library man i hate to break it to you it's not the center of education that you'd like to think it is Oh my god. There's dude. people nodding <laughs> off on the bench outside like nobody's reading yeah, books. Dude. Like Yeah. <laughs> Bellevue, bro. Wow. Jeez. Dude, you gotta come out here. There's so many skate parks in Texas. It's fucking unreal. I gotta get back on board first, man. Like I I mean, I do want to come out to Texas, but like I've been doing my physical therapy and like trying to build it back up just to I have a bad right. feeling that I'm gonna need surgery. Like it's uh, seeming more and more like likely that I'm gonna need it. Huh? Like a fusion or what What would they – I really do? don't – I really am not certain. But, I mean, if it's a herniated disc and it's not getting any better, I mean, my dad had a herniated disc. He had to have surgery, you know, and he rode dirt bikes all his life. So his back was right. messed up. I rode dirt bikes and skate, so I'm sure I'm, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Having that motorcycle, I literally got in two accidents. I, I've knocked out two of my lives from my nine, you know? Yeah, Bro, I've been I've been knocking out a few of them myself too, man. I'm on like number five yeah. or six at this point. It's, it gets yeah, a little bit more dude. scary when you get older, like dude. Yeah, and situation. like knowing, like I'm off my parents' health insurance in another year, and I'm like, fuck. Like I'm happy this happened right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll start dude, making like, if you make fuck. if you don't make a whole lot of money, you can get it for pretty cheap. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, so. Through the company that I'm – so I'm also transitioning into a new job now. But once I'm with them, I'll have full benefits, which is awesome. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. It's a weird transition right now. Like I love my job, small business, but it's almost like – it's just like super poor management. Um, I know they're never going to see this, so I hope not. Hey, guys, <laughs> see this? Fucking <laughs> I'm – dude, it's like such bad management there. It's like I'm learning different skills that I like I appreciate. 
But at the same time, I'm almost worried I'm learning them from such a miscombobulated company to where mm. I'm like, ah, like, I don't want to like learn it if it's like not. The right. Because you might like, have to unlearn good. it. Yeah. You know, and that's like the scariest thing. Like some of the training that I got through like Jared's and Signet, you know, like they do things very quick and half ass. Like that's why I say it's like a glorified sweatshop working there. Like, dude, getting anyone out there listening, like don't go to Jared's for jewelry. Like it's such like, they, like pieces are like essentially made to break so that you come back to them because you always have the Jared's warranty or you'll have the Signet warranty. Um, and Signet yeah. is like the big, the big company that's like Jared, K, Zales, like they're, they all work underneath one company. So that's one company is who I worked for, Signet. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's like a hundred percent, like they're literally made to like break so that you come back in, spend a little bit of money, use up your routine and then you have to keep coming back. Yeah. That's a shame, that's man. Fucked. Oh, dude, it's like the cheapest ways to like set stones and stuff. Like, I mean, they had like the right machinery. Like I learned a lot from them, but at the same time, it's like I had to literally like reverse engineer like a lot of the learning that I had from them because it was just like not the proper way to do it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All right, man. We'll, we'll plug the people, man. Where can they find you? If, if, I, if somebody wants to get a hold of Sam Tyson, they want to get some pieces, you know, how can they do that? Uh-oh, we froze. Hold up. Uh-oh. Wait, are we uh, unfroze? I think you're frozen. I can Your hear you. Your internet connection is unstable. <laughs> oh, God. No. No. <laughs> oh, you got to be shitting me, man. What? All right, well. I'm frozen. Plug them. <laughs> all right well definitely my instagram it's uh sam with four underscores tyson underscore underscore tyson um and you'll see my page it's a fucking tiger that i drew um just hit me up through there my email is listed um that's really the main way to get at me beautiful which and then um um what do you got going on art wise you got any galleries are you doing um, no, no galleries right now. New York Jewelry Week is coming up, but that's not until January again. So, I mean, that's really the only show that I uh, particularly like look out for just because of the exposure I get from it. Um, so, I mean, really just like check out my page. You'll see new stuff pretty much every week that I'm making. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now Are... I can't hear you. Oh. You hear me? Hello? Yep. There you are. All right. Yep. Well, my internet connection is hot garbage. Thank you so much for coming on, bro. Um, shout yeah, out to you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week. Um, I actually have a special guest again next week, so super excited. Once again, thank you, bro, for coming on. I really Dude, Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. I'll All see right. you soon. You too, bro.